Do you get any side shots? Do you get any of my cool hair? The, the, I know I went to so much trouble Yeah, yeah that's cool Boss bro Is it yeah. still that dodgy spot Yo, it's dodgy. I tried to get I try. I went and did this For the for the podcast And you know You're gonna get it nope. Can't you get some zoom On the red <laughs> I'll, I'll mention it Yeah Tyler please Can we get a close up Yeah <laughs> Great to have you On the show bud mm. uh, Roger Good I always have this thing Like Radio 101 Do you introduce the guest And what they do Or Do you just say Welcome to the show because on YouTube where we are and iTunes, the description says who you are. Well, yeah, and also I, I've had that dilemma too because depending on who the guest is, it would it be insulting to have to introduce, you know what I mean? Like yeah. uh, you've got Derek Watts from Carp Blanche yeah. to South Africa. You shouldn't have to, it's, well, no. as you know, the, 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 you know what I mean? He's it's an institution. Like, you know, I'd feel like I'm offending him. Yeah, <laughs> because you know what I mean? yeah. everyone knows who Roger Good is. I've traveled with you and I've seen how people flock to you, you know, your energy. But I also have seen times when they've brought a guest into studio and you don't know who that person is. <laughs> no, no. And you're like, well, and you're looking at me or you're looking at, well, anyway. Yeah, but it's good to have you, bro. It's how amazing. are you keeping? Are you well? Very you good? good. Yeah, no, very good. Uh, uh, Jeepers, uh, since I saw you, well, it's amazing. Life, you can never predict life. You can never, it's, no. uh, and I don't know what you're supposed to learn from all of this. I imagine possibly it, on your deathbed. Yeah. I keep thinking that perhaps on your deathbed, you sit there and you go, oh, all right. Oh, the, uh. <laughs> you yeah, know what exactly. I mean? Like, oh, oh, I got it. a spark moment. Yeah. But you turned 35 the other day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you're still relevant, bro. I mean, like, to be honest, you and I go way back. We were, you know, we've been friends for a long time, but you've managed since the Saturday surgery days. Sure. The DJ scene, the music, and we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. How have you just managed it? But your energy is insane. Thank you. That's uh, your work ethic is incredible, and the quality of work is also just next level. I mean, the stuff on Metro is quality. Can I tell people that's you? Sure. Sorry, that, now I mean, you see there. No, no, but now there, that's a that's something that would need explaining because I actually no one <laughs> no one knows okay, about so, that. So let's so let's hear it. Because I mean, uh, at the moment you're station producer, according to Google. Yeah. Of Metro FM, which is one of the biggest radio stations in yeah, the country. Yeah, it's the biggest. It's the it's probably um, one of the coolest. It's definitely, and it's also just the reach, the power it has in a in a time where where radio is under huge pressure to like you know like DJs to yeah. stay relevant to keep reinventing itself. They've just got this this magic. This ma they know who exactly who their audience is. They know exactly what the peeps want. It's a very difficult thing to get the right, irrespective of radio or yeah. any any kind of any person who's in the media business or you know any, in fact any brand. Yeah. If you think about it, if you're the marketing manager of any brand in the year 2022 now, you're under huge pressure. Good luck. To, you know, I mean, forget market research, just to spend money, you know, trying to figure out who, you, who, you, who you're talking to. Also, cancel culture. Cancel, what is the opposite of cancel culture? If I kept, we were having this conversation yesterday. <laughs> no what is, is that? Is it's not subscribe? You would like subscribe, and subscribe, like subscribe, to the show. Activate, you know? What is opposite of cancel? There's a good question for your feed on the comments. What is the opposite of cancel culture? I won't get cancelled. I'll I'll have the opposite effect. Anyway, I digress. It's a good one. It's a good one because yeah. it, at, at this day and age, I think everyone is so quick to to jump on that yeah. cancel unsubscribe button. You know, in general, whatever it is, if it's a product like uh, a chain of uh, a business chain that recently said they won't employ certain mm. people, you know, mm. boycott. Uh, my you know? one is comedians. 
uh, comedians is whenever anybody talks about cancel culture, would be actors like Kevin Spacey yeah, or yeah. whatever. But a comedian, to me, it's outrageous that a comedian should get cancelled. I think the very nature of purchasing the ticket, the very fact that you buy the ticket and you're going to go and watch a show, you that almost should have a disclaimer in its in its essence that you are going to go. You're going to you're going to hear. You you should know who you're going to go yeah. watch. You're going to hear things that are outrageously offensive. But in that space, there should be no. Cancel culture. Yeah, well, you should. Yeah, be able you to should have the freedom to express yourself. If you don't like, then don't go watch that. Don't, it's ridiculous. I agree. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's lines, you know, like yeah, if yeah. there's uh, GBV-based of course offenses or racism, racism or anything. Or anything. Yeah, yeah. I'm not not going to go. I'm not. Yeah, but 100%. yeah, I love comedians. I love comedy, so that's always strikes me. Anyway, sorry, where were we? You were talking about how you are actually the secret voice of Metro. Yes. Okay. So yes. So I. It's something. I mean, you know. It's something. So I'm always. I've always been obsessed with making radio shows, uh, and but I I've always been fascinated with the behind the scenes stuff. You know, a simple thing people wouldn't know. Like we call it imaging, but really what it is is just the, the little sound effects that you hear for things. So a simple example would be um, when you, when they do the news on anything on CNN. It'll be like it'll be whatever the the branding, the straps, the the moment thing. You know, yeah, it's time for. The, was we call that imaging, and in radio, modern radio, it's a huge part of a station. You know what I mean? Your identity. Jeepers. Do a sports report, for example. CS, it's what you know. Yeah. You came to fame doing sports reports with Gareth, or whatever. So when CS is going to do his sports report, it'll go time for the. We had the, some epic ones. We had two yeah. episodes, but yeah, I mean yeah. that's so that they were called imaging. So that's what I do. I do that for I, I, I sort of I, I manage the whole program. So give us a taste. Come on. Let's and then do I do that. I, it's just a weird thing. I also do that American guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you do it so well. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think I people walk up to me like you. I always thought he was big, black, like Idris Elba, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, Metro FM. You know, he comes in and the touchdown with Tebow Touch. You know? <laughs> do you ever answer the phone like that? Jesus. You must be tempted. That's so times. funny. That's so funny. I, what I did do with the. Uh, one of the program managers a couple of years ago is I used to like I, he'd phone me and I'd answer it and I'd talk to him in that voice and then I'd give the phone to Roger. <laughs> so I'd be like, hello. And oh, he'd wow. be like, oh, this guy uh, living my hey, Roger, I'm like, no, he's not available. He's on the toilet. And then that's, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's, that's, like, would you like to talk to him? Hey, Roger, there's some creep on the phone. And then hold on. Hi. Sorry about that. I don't know. He's, uh, he's a nuisance. He answers my phone. I tell him not to. You know what I mean? And then I realized that it's all real. <laughs> There's seven of them. One of them's a woman. Her name's Rogina. She's fabulous, darling. She really is. Yep. So, so there's okay. a lot going on in Roger Good's head at the moment. Mm. That he brings them to life. Yeah. You bring them to life. Yeah, well, do you know what it is? I remember when he, you know, when you first start out at a, as a radio DJ, uh, programming people who run at the suits, they'd be terrified to give you a time slot where anybody's listening until they've had a chance <laughs> to evaluate you and go, okay, okay, he's got potential. Graveyard. So you get the graveyard. Yeah. You get the, the shows where they don't really, like I got the Sunday show from 10 to 1 for years. And what they didn't realize in South Africa, which I actually only learned and discovered, is that Sunday night, particularly with uh, like a massive, cool, like street urban culture, that's Friday night. Yeah. That is Friday night. It's the biggest night. And we were playing just by chance, myself, Harrell, Solko, the Soul Candy guys. We, we none of it, it was this uncharted, uncharted territory, really. We were playing this sort of deep groove. This soulful, sexy, like me, so, you know, almost was that housey sort it of. It was a house, deep yeah, house yeah. sound, but it wasn't the sort of mainstream, uh, Euro techno, monotonous sort of stereotypical fist pump. It had a, it had a more of a sophistication to it, and that I think that 
is how I I developed. Uh, uh, um, I mean, you, I, I hate segregating markets, but in this country, you know, you'd be you'd be stupid not to be able to, you know, analyze markets. And like in the black in black culture, I, I I'm, I'm recognized and I'm respected, and it's a uh, that to me is an, I think the the greatest achievement I've ever been able to pull off in this country, considering the history and everything. Do you know what I mean? Black people look at me. I don't know. It's music. Music is music. Like, it, it transcends. It, it, it does really, truly does. Yeah. Anyway, so they give you the graveyard show, <laughs> and uh, what, what they didn't realize was it, it became it was massive. And so some even the the research companies wouldn't be they wouldn't worry about doing any market research at the time because it's like dead air. Where are we? Go? I've completely veered no, off. No, so you have a little bit. Do, 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 do. But we, but you've given me the the Metro FM stuff, and we've we've given Metro quite a bit of love. Yes, and it's obviously something that's a huge part of your life right now because eventually, at some point, Roger Good is going to be moving into this this space where he's creating his own content. He's, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you're doing that now. No, sure, sure. But I'm saying to have the freedom because I think that if we dial it back to where you started with the music, and when I first came across the music Roger Good. I was like, this guy's so talented, you know? That track, I sure. mean, the whole country, even in the world, it was buzzing. So, um, uh, this is just on the on the sly. Uh, Soul Candy, which is a label I mentioned just now, but everybody, anybody watching this that's, that's into the music industry in this country will know, Soul Candy is like the defected. It's an institute. And they've branched off. They had the, you know, Spring Fiesta. They've got the events. They've got the schools. But uh, the, the core has always been the label, Sergio and Harold Solka. Yep. Very, very, very interesting, clever, super clever guys. And they are, Soul Candy is going through a massive revival at the moment. I probably should, I'm not a spokesperson for the brand. So, you know, I'd encourage you to follow them on the gram. But what they're doing is now, if ever there was a time now to, I mean, it's not that they went, it's just the, the, the players are all getting really excited about about signing artists and about getting getting the, the label engine rolling. Nice. And if ever there was a time to do it, it's now. You look at Kasango, you look at, I mean, Coffee's obvious, but like, you know, all of the guys, DeCapo, uh, Shimza, Timber, all of them, the, they might as well buy houses in LA, doing shows in Vegas, New York, they're all over the world. And it's the sound that is specifically unique. I'm a piano aside, tech house, sorry, uh, Afrotech. Just there's this unique sound that, it, and there's just there's so much of it coming out of this country. Even this year in Ibiza, if you listen to any of the DJ sets that were going on, there is there's so, there's a predominant sound that is that I mean I won't get into it. Yeah, people bore you with the technicalities, but it's it's it is a South African sound. And yeah. if ever there was time. So anyway, long story short, I've been having really really serious conversations with uh, the label managers, and I've said to them, you know, I've, I. I I want to. I really want to get back into just dedicating my time to releasing, just music. It's something. It's actually something I, I really love doing. The problem is, and some people will disagree with this, but I've never been good at being a jack of all trades. My just the way I'm wired. I would. I can do, despite the ADHD and all <laughs> the meds that I'm on. Um, well, actually, funnily enough, having the medication has actually steered me onto a thing where I can concentrate on one thing at a okay. time. But it's. I prefer so I decided radio. Radio. Let's let's throw everything into radio and see what can come of it. And it was a bit of a risk because but what I got out of it is I think I've developed like a, a really a unique brand. Do you know what I mean? Like you completely and then but I wanna get back into making music. So anyway, that's so what that fire so that's where burns. it's big time and that's what's that's my next this is where we're going at the moment, which is really exciting. And, and really exciting. Still in the dance scene. I, I, yeah, I don't know really. I just wanna I mean, I love listening to all types of music. Yeah. Like I love Jeepers. I mean, if you listen to our house, if we go to our house, 
and you know the audiophile side of me. I mean, I've got, we've got sound. I mean, I've spent, I've lost all my money investing <laughs> it in sound systems, AV or home automation theaters. Around, am I talking? Aren't you supposed to? This is a I'm dialogue. To you, exactly. <laughs> a monologue. No, but what were you thinking? Great. Inviting me onto this? You say insane. I've been dying to have no, you. No, I said to my wife, like, is he on drugs? Like, this is mad. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so that, anyway, long story short, we listened to a lot of radio stations and I found a couple of stations that are in Europe, in Paris, um, where, and I think I've seen where radio might actually be going, where it really is going back to the core of what it was, which is music. So is there still hope for radio? Because you know how many people come up to me and say, you know, CS, like, you know, radio isn't the same since you left and, you know, yeah. radio isn't the same. But I think there's still potential for it to sort of come back, don't you think, or evolve or find its space? Or do you think it's purely down to management and people who are pulling the strings who don't actually know what they're doing? Okay, cheapers, we can get into this. So one, the one, okay, on a corporate level, to me, it seems that there are a lot of people, that a lot of people in that are managing commercial, uh, these commercial companies that, that don't actually come that don't even come from broadcasting. So, and I can understand that. I mean, you can... But let me just say, just to interrupt you, there are people that know what they're doing. So yes. there are select few of old school yes. who know what they're doing. Yes, and they, they would say the same yeah. thing. They would say that there's a lot of people now that are, in, that are involved in managing these businesses, but they actually don't, they should, actually shouldn't be in broadcasting. Yeah. Because broadcasting, ultimately, what we're doing, even this... It's entertainment. Yeah. And to me, what, what I think, okay, let's stay away from the business side of it. Sure. Let's talk about the future of radio. Yeah. Or the future of, the end of the day, to me, it's always been, it's rock and roll. It's entertainment. It's like, if you, when last did you put on, when last did you switch the radio on and listen to a, pres, uh, a DJ? No, they're not even DJs. They're not real DJs. When last did you listen to somebody sitting on the other side of that, of that broadcast Say, do something that actually made you laugh out loud hysterically. So funny that you had to repeat it at a dinner. You're like, oh my goodness, you don't believe what I heard. Today. When last did you listen to something on a radio show that made you late for a meeting because you couldn't get out of the car because you had yeah. to actually sit? I, I can't tell you. I, the, yeah, that's been many, many years. I, I cannot, yeah. I, mean, I can, I can list, I can list some of the names yeah, of people yeah. that have done that for me. But um, when you don't want to miss the link because you've been waiting since the top of the hour at the end of the news bulletin yeah. to hear what the joke or the line is going to well, be what, what, and they even, drop it and even oh just man. just listening to somebody talk to you about something even a personal aspect of their lives that was just so endearing and fascinating or funny or entertaining yeah. actually, and that's the problem is is it's lost its it's it's a show is put it, on the show where's the fireworks a, the can can dancers the Come storytellers on. are also it's few gone. and far between. It's very few and far between. It's this not. It's this garbage where they'll like play a stupid game. It's like guess the thing in the room, or uh, you know, it's just nonsense. And it's a, a lot of the shows I listen to, and anybody listening to this would not be able to disagree with it. To me, when I listen to a lot of radio shows, it sounds like you're listening to someone doing their admin. It's like they're, baby, they're babysitting. <laughs> they're babysitting the room. They're just babysitting it. They're playing the song, playing the song. Then they've got to maybe say something to yeah. to bridge the song to the advert break. Then come back, play my the sweeper. Now this moron's Now you're listening to this moron. Anyway, you know what I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's just. I mean, you might as well automate it. And that's where uh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to full circle yeah, back yeah. to the radio shows that I'm enjoying listening to, uh, where the where you've got almost you've got 
people who are really passionate about music, almost DJs themselves. That's another problem. Who's scheduling this garbage? Well, that's you I listen said. to a radio st- show. I, I, I want to listen to music that's been curated by somebody who actually loves listening to music. Yeah. Who isn't just, f- you know, fulfilling some kind of quota, you know? I remember uh, in my university days, back at Tux FM, the music manager sometimes when a new album dropped, mm. like slept at the station in the music library just listening to the album over and over again amazing. to find the best tracks that's, that's not amazing. happening now is it no no it's uh, well also well, there's, I don't there's know. So, well there's so I many mean, aspects to it now some music to me is also to a certain degree being mass produced but then okay then you could talk about this for example now where and where where streams and audio are going i mean my little my little bro he's in st johns he's like i mean he's you know, he doesn't even have a driver's license. He's in grade nine. He's 17 years old. And he's doing things on his iPhone. That, I mean, it's a whole portable studio. It's insane. It's amazing. And then I think about, like, how ridiculous it is that, you know, you, this, you know the, whole, the whole governing of content. I mean, I, I've gone on social media feeds where I've seen things that, that 13-year-olds are looking at, which 20 years ago would have been considered, like, sort of inappropriate yeah. like porn. Almost. Yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So I think people's people's... What they find offensive, they've been conditioned to that as well a lot. Yeah. So, like, I don't mean swearing on things. Okay, here's an interesting thing. Yeah. We're now completely ungoverned in terms of what we can and can't say. Yeah, of course. So, you and I, because we're old mates, you and I, I would agree with you with the old sort of adage that I would say you and I could very easily sit here and swear and cuss and really get grabbed, it, but exactly. you, it loses some uh, decorum. And there's an element agree. we wouldn't sound like gentlemen. And then I think if I was a lady who was quite interesting, I'd be put off yeah. wanting, to, wanting to find us a peer. I've been quite sort of adamant that it's on, I really keep it you. clean. Look, really? If, yeah, I mean, if something slips out, then it's so be it. But we're not punctuating sentences no. with F-bombs. No, it's you know kind of cool saying? that we can. <laughs> we can if it's we want cool. to. It's kind of cool. But I, I, like, that's up to, if that's your style and that's your yeah. show, hey, whatever you want to do. But I think the, the yes. fact of the matter is, there's so many opportunities to create content. Like everyone yes. these days is a content creator. Yes. It's almost a bit like, annoying. It, you are. Well, also, but did it, you ever realize that the, the whole world's become a cameraman? Yeah. <laughs> I suddenly thought about that the other day. You got a concert. I mean, I know it's yeah, yeah. like sort of this is really blatantly obvious. But when you watch a car, you know, Kanye's on the stage. Everybody's got the cameras because they want to capture it to show their friends where they were. But they don't realize they've all become cameramen. I mean, if I was a cameraman, if I was one of these guys working for, you know, for DSTV, I'd be like, yeah, my man. <laughs> <laughs> Forget a new job. So, what do you make of this whole Kanye thing, anyway? Uh, I got to be honest with you. Uh, okay, I'm actually wearing. I'm wearing. No, I, 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 no, you mentioned it. I wasn't going to bring it up. It. I, so, I've got a, a. A lot of people aren't going to like this. He, I, I, from a from a musical point of view, and what he's done with his clothing, to me, he is an artist. Yeah, an absolute. Revolutionary genius. I think you're wearing Yeezys, aren't you? I, 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 I have a. My wife's into fashion. She's a designer, <laughs> an artist, and she. We have a whole section of her, her wardrobe, which is for me, and it's all of the Kanye. It's. A, I love him. I love it. Well, Travis Scott, actually, all yeah, the stuff. Yeah. I actually love that. Uh, the whole sort of uh, athletic wear vibe. The where it's sort of tracksuits, but then a yeah. designer. Do you know what I mean? And the. Uh, a gig merch as well. I think that's also so cool. But the problem is you won't let me wear it. Anyway, we're veering <laughs> off. Um, uh, the, what he's, this is, this is my Give opinion. Give your theory. This yeah, my, exactly. About Kanye. Yeah, yeah. I think he's at this level of, there's very few people, you know, you go, oh my man, oh, that's genius. Uh, no. 
he is genius. There's very few genius. Genie, you know what I mean? In 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 our in our in our time in our generation, he's genius to the point that I let him. I turn my eye to anything. I, I brush it off because he's. I don't think he's a stupid guy. Everything's extremely calculated and clever. And he's. He, to me, it seems like he's just. Uh, it's a marketing gimmick. He'll try and do the most outrageous thing he can. I mean, in, to just to get people's yeah. attention. Yes, and it'll offend a lot of people. And you'll probably come out later on and go, "Oh, I'm so sorry," and you know, blame his mental health or whatever it is. Um, but what you what people don't realize is when you start replying or you know forwarding it or making comments, you're actually buying into his clever mechanic of just you know. Well, here we are talking about it. Well, here we are right show. now. Here I we mean, go. Exactly. Millions of people. Exactly. But he and this is the bit which uh, I've said this and a lot of people find it offensive. I he's at that level where I I, I almost feel like he can just get a, he can do whatever he likes yeah. <laughs> and he's still. Listen to his music. No. And there we're back to music. Back to back music. Back to music. Makes yeah. the world go round. Yeah. There's certain people. So what are you listening to at the moment? Where does your influence come from? Because I think a lot of people get to hear Roger Good wherever he is, mm. but they don't actually get to mm. know so Roger house. Good. Oh, yeah. my house. What have you got playing in the background? I I really am. In your uh, cave. Yeah, sure. The I'm, man a I'm a collector. The Raj Mahal. The Raj Mahal. No, I'm... If you ever came to my house, you, I mean, everybody goes like, "Cheapest, do you like this?" I there's no, no. I mean, the other day we were in the we were in the car and uh, it's at, it's the station where at night they they, they play the R and B old school and then at night they go to play they play a lot of classical music. I know I can talk a lot about classical music about the Mant the Mantovani Orchestra was on and I'm like, ah, oh, can't believe it. When last I heard this, where are the fountains? My little brother's like, what are you talking about? I'm like. Shazam there, my man. And it was the Mantovani Orchestra. Who the hell is it? I was like, you know, uh, jazz. I love indie bands. Uh, any, just music. I yeah, just yeah. love great songs. I could listen to, uh, I mean, I could listen to, uh, with, with tiny pinches of salt, I could listen to an opera. Yeah. And if there's melodies or notes that strike a chord. I mean, professionally, um, I get hired to go and uh, entertain people at a party. That's how I, that's what my you know the that's what DJs do but there's there's other I love music I yeah. like to learn I'm still trying to learn how to play the piano properly I like remixing things and playing with samples and screen my wife comes down sometimes to my studio she's got the most beautiful voice that's another thing before she and I our time on this planet's over I have to record an album with her Come she on is, oh, we you have to one now day. you've put it out there she is She's incredible. Do you have a particular artist or a song that makes you go like, this is why I love music? Or mm. this is this is why I do what I do? Because say what you like. Um, my journey in, in radio and, and broadcasting is very different to yours, but it's kind of met somewhere in the middle, if you know what I mean. Sure. Uh, the SABC, I suppose, that sort mm. of space. But there's got to be something that got you fired up, that, that, oh. that was that inspiration, that, that Jeepers, moment. It's an impossible no, question I, to but, answer. I, mean, I can't give you okay, one give song. Me two or three. Okay, I'll give you one. Uh, one Right now, if I had to choose any song to listen to, yeah. uh, Niniola, Maradona. Oh, Maradona. <laughs> Maradona me. Football. No, no. A Maradona, Niniola. There's... Oh, Jeepers. Uh, there's... There's so, too much. It's so many. It's yeah. so many incredible. You know what's really amazing is demos I get sent from like kids in their bedrooms who've heard my show and and here's an interesting thing. Back to the radio and then yeah, back yeah. to the show or whatever I've done online or digital. The um, the about DJs. When last did you listen to a DJ? 
say the words to you, I'm going to play you something now you've never heard before. And they play you something that you've never heard before. In fact, they'll play you something that's never been played on the radio station because they're so into digging into crates and finding tracks, whether it's old or new. Uh, or, you know, that's my, so that was my problem when I started this is I realized that if you're going to be on the radio, you've almost got to be the, to really be successful, you have to be the DJ's DJ. So you've so, got to set the, the well, trend you, you, or you've uh, got to yeah, come so, up with yeah, a but new... The, but the problem was it became a disease and became this problem that I created for myself because every weekend you'd go and do a radio show and you had to firstly better the one before and you had to make sure that you were keeping up this consistency where you know you were selling yourself as a as a trying to be on the bleeding edge of playing your new music night to keep it up and it became this yeah. like night like the coolest hire, of the cool oh, kids i've had to hire producers and assistants right. i at one point i had like two or three i uh, well, actually had a girlfriend it started i had a girlfriend who was really loved doing it and then it, it, it evolved into that's what you have to do. Almost a MIDI radio station yeah. because there's so much music coming out and it's just getting worse and worse now. So you, but back to that, the best way to find new music, I find somebody will listen to my show and go, oh, okay, so this is, uh, this is quite a unique thing. This guy actually does just kind of choose whatever he wants to play, which is another thing. When last you listen to radio uh, DJ, actually is choosing what they want to no play. Ways. So when they, so like back time. in the day, back in the day when managers would come to me and go, listen, do you want to make the transition? Would you ever do... Would you ever do a breakfast show or a lunchtime show? I was like, are you insane? I cannot think of anything. That's the most uncool thing I can think of because what you're going to select the music for me and I'm going to sell it? And who wants to wake up at 4 a.m.? I mean, Bieber's cute and all, but yay, my man. There's very few of his tracks that I would, I mean, I, I'm i just saying, I'm going to yeah. sell it and back and out. Anyway, we ended up doing that at a time when I was told by suits that like, listen, and you know, I'm not going to go into the whole yeah. 90% cloudy thing, but people know that we were under, well, I was told we basically, yeah, you were in a time now in this, in this world in my head, which should be rock and roll, fun, exciting. Uh, it should be a show, not, you know, here's five in a row. Yeah. Anybody that's doing five in a row shouldn't have a license. <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, not on a five in a row. show or well, drive time show. Ridiculous. Anyway, so, you know, now we're told, okay, well, you, you're only going to play local music. So I thought to myself, well, what are we going to sell? The only thing we can sell is content. Yeah. So now, and that was when you and I were doing the show together at the same time. So you remember how I used to run myself ragged. CS and I would walk out of the building and go stand in the parking lot for an hour and we're he'd sit and processed. listen to me like a shrink <laughs> and listen to me bitch and moan and complain about all the nonsense and these policies and all the, you know, all the stuff in the co corporate level that's behind radio that people don't realize. Yeah. It's, an, I mean, it's, make, it's enough to drive so you. Video killed the radio star. It was cloudy killed. Well, but, but he, um, and that's a whole thing. But, but that's a whole, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, we're yeah, not going to yeah, get yeah, into it. Yeah, what, what's amazing is yeah. just like, I think what, what should be most concerning is the fact that somebody decided, okay, he's, let's put him in. And that's happening everywhere across yeah. the board. It's just yeah. people that shouldn't be in the positions. I think he should have a show. I would give Cloudy a show. I think it would be a hit. And I'd give Julius a show. I think if they've both missed their calling, don't get me wrong, politics aside, would tell me you wouldn't sit and watch a show. If they give Julius a show. Julius doesn't have a show. They should give him a show. Well, he's a got a platform every time. Like, I'm talking like a carte blanche time slot where the whole country's, well, I'm telling you it would be a hit. Where he interviews people and he all sorts of, imagine. It would be hysterical. He is, because you got to admit, I sit and watch him just to hear what he's going to say. He's outrageous. Because you actually don't know what's going to come out. Back to the show, back to the radio, is new music that's being created by kids in their bedroom who've maybe listened to me and gone, okay, so this guy actually, if I send it to him, he actually yeah, would just play it without play having it. to yeah. go through this whole, and that's where you start hearing. So that's to answer your question about the music I'm into. Yeah. I actually, to answer that, I, 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 
I like to listen to songs I've never heard before. Okay. How about that? Yeah. Okay, got you. Okay, let's so let's last one on the yes, music. music. Last one on the music, really and then I want to get into nitty gritty. No, yeah. no, not so much porn. that, but okay. we can. Yeah, okay. any another day. Um, mm. Talent wise in South Africa, we've seen uh, Black Coffee. You mentioned a whole host of these guys. We have got some serious music talent here. Mm. Is it a case of them just getting a platform, or how does it work? Because you've been there, mm. budding uh, musician looking to find your place. And boom, you had a track. Sure. But uh, now, currently in South Africa, where do someone, do they send you the demo? <laughs> what do you okay, do? You so that's I mean? so on a case. Okay, so yeah, and talent, because there's talent. Sure, on a low level, on a low level, on my sort of nonsense, they, sure, if you were if watching this and you were interested in music or producing or and stuff, you, it's not difficult to find people. I'm always listening to new demos uh, just because you'd be a fool not to. You yeah. never know what's going to come. But I... Uh, I, I might have misunderstood your question, but I think also the evolution of why it is suddenly that South South Africa is getting this recognition, and it's a it's a, some I my I may may or may not be correct. My my experience with it has been for for you know we were always at a geographical uh, disadvantage in many things. Yeah, industry imports exports. You know what I mean? Oil servers for gaming. It's right, and the internet. And the you know advancement of fiber optics and technology has made it that we are now no longer, the, the, you know, geographic location is now irrelevant. So what that's done is it's made access to record labels that are powerful overseas and musicians here uh, much. I mean, it's an instant thing. And the technology on home studios has evolved. In, I mean, in light, light yeah. years, because people can buy a computer. You know, you can buy that. You can download software. software dunk like yeah, you good to go. So that's okay. it's a global. It's a global scene. So are you excited about very much? Sure. Okay, great. Well, also then I'm also like, what's next? Yeah. You know what is what's beyond the MP3? Well, I mean, what's beyond Instagram? Let's think about that for example. What is because that's not Instagram's going to run its course or evolve into something. You know what is beyond decentralization of social media? That, okay, the cheapest. This is a whole potentially. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Could be. I'm just saying that's. Is that next? Well, uh, what's a, what, what is the evolution of a cell phone, for example? I mean, what a phone can do. Okay, they're talking about goggles and the interesting things you could do. It becomes a sci-fi movie. But, <laughs> but, but music, MP3s, formats, uh, technology, these are all things that are going to that are that are going to evolve, and I I, I, I always find it fascinating to to I wish, I wish I could be one of the people who's always on the cusp of it. Do you know what I mean? And that's why can I say something? You got to give Gareth, Cliff his dues and his credits because what he did he was he was miles ahead of everybody else yeah. I know like everybody like you know he always ripped me off because I impersonate him and whatever but he's an extremely clever guy extremely clever and I'll give him hats off to him because he the balls you had to have to be able to 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 say I'm going to do this irrespective and go out there yeah, hats I off, always man. take my hats off to him and now look at it he, he, he left uh, one uh, of the biggest shows in the country at the time yes and they were throwing money at him to keep him exactly I heard, and he was like, no, no, this is it, and good for him. So I always take my hat off to him. Uh, and talent-wise, it, it's worth mentioning, when I said to you, when last did you listen to a, a broadcaster or a DJ or somebody sitting behind this thing yeah. that rocked you? I mean, who? Uh, that, that's what I'm asking. Who? I mean, there's I'd say a the few out there. I used to love listening to Eusebius Makaiser. Now I'll tell you, he used to, and he he was very clever. He'd wind the audience up. He'd get them. He's very clever at triggering them. Incredibly clever guy. Well read. I mean, it's all he did was read books. Most fast. I mean, if you could ever go for to a dinner with somebody, I reckon you see this would be brilliant. Okay. His radio show was incredible. I used to love listening to him. Uh, uh, we, Gareth as well. You can't. You can say what you like about Gareth. 
Gareth effortlessly can sit here and just waffle, and yeah. it'd be interesting to sit and listen and to him. Another guy, and you worked with him as well, so yeah. you'd know. Another guy, and I was also fortunate to work with him, was Rian van Heerden, who I think is one of the best this country's ever seen. Um, just a storyteller. He, you sort of latch onto every word. Love that. And that's why I said there's not many people no, that do not. that anymore. Two more I'd mention if you are out there uh, from a, from an it's sort of if you're really serious about just sort of current affairs, uh, touches on politics, very well read on. Oh, just even down to like what the trade exchange is having an effect on, you know, small businesses and all these kind of things. I bonga Okay. On, I'll give it to Metro. The, he does a talk show. It is, he's a really clever guy. A young guy goes out parties, hits the clubs, but he sits behind that mic. It's like really, really. I get to I get to wave at him through the glass every evening when I'm in the building. But he, ooh, but he's um, just I love it. I love it. And then rock and roll factor, yeah. which has always been my favorite. Um, I would say anybody, somebody that's always been, but whose brain works like mine is Tebow Touch. Okay. So Touch, and then that's it. I, and I cannot think of another radio DJ or anybody that's in this business that that's on that kind of Howard Sterny, yeah, just laugh and actually says stuff. One more thing. This is nonsense where they'll go. You remember that somebody's come up with this idea that you have to have the four people in the studio. Yeah. So, and, and the sports and the news, I get it. Traffic, you could auto automate that, but sometimes place filler. Sometimes, sure. Yeah. Um, and then you've got, a, then you'll have somebody who's really just diligent, terrified to lose their job. So they're going to do everything really neatly. And then they'll say something with a tone that sounds like, oh, it's a funny moment to laugh. And then, you know, the three sidekicks burst out laughing hysterically at something that wasn't funny or clever at all. Yeah. And I'm sick to death of it. <laughs> I'm sick to death of it. You know, that's what I'm trying to say. When last did you actually yeah. listen to somebody it say something authentic. that was like, wow, my yeah. God, that is brilliant. Why aren't you doing stand-up comedy? Okay, let's talk about something else now. Um, so no, I'm sorry to sound a bit jaded. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm just, I'm critical. But that's where it is I'm right critical. Now, yeah. I'm like, if you're going to give somebody this thing, yeah. this should be, you know, let me tell you something. Microphones should be reserved for newsreaders and funny people. <laughs> Not politicians. <laughs> no, you shouldn't be allowed by <laughs> so, so to end off this, this mm. part, mm. broadcasters are born, not made. I think you've got to have that spark, fresh, tundo. You know, Tando, you can give it to Tando Tibetan. She walks into a room, she just explodes. You know what I mean? She sparkles. I mean, she was doing traffic. Okay, there's we, an interesting we, thing. Tando go. started, and Tando, ask Tando Tibeta. She started yeah. reading traffic for us. Look yeah. at her now. We and I, said to her. You said to her, you said, listen, we're not, we're not precious about you. You're <laughs> going to be here for, but to the end of your contract, then they're going to move you. And they <laughs> yeah. did. And she said to me, she loved it because she said it was like going to university. She sat there in that circus that we were doing. It was really sweet. We had fun. Yeah, but she, I mean, look she's at her. So Let me well. tell you about brand really power. Tando, if you're watching this, I take, I've got, I mean, we're, we're, she's yeah. brother and sister. I was here on the plane. We're like, I can't stop talking to her. Tando will go and take a photograph of her shoe that she's decided to wear for the day. And it'll be, it'll go like 30, 40,000 likes. And the thing's ticking. It'll tick like Trump's did during the freaking, you know, the midterms five years ago. <laughs> You know, and then you've got huge commercial brands yeah. that'll go and post like an interview with somebody big and like three likes. But what I like is <laughs> she's also taken that platform and she's become an entrepreneur too with her various things. So hats off to Tundra. She she's is done an amazing. She job. is somebody that Rockstar. men and women in this country should use as a as a metric or a sort of a, yeah as a as a compass. Need to get her on the show. Okay, but oh, for yeah. you they'll be easy. Yeah, we'll yeah he's saving it for the big. He's <laughs> saving her. He's saving it for when you. All right. So, okay. Let's talk so about something let's else. Let's talk about fatherhood. Yes, because. It changes you. Yeah. And I mean, have you got the nappy 
down. Oh, well, now. nobody I mean, ever said to you that you. I mean, nobody's ever come to me <laughs> and said to you, "Well, you, you that you can't use an entire box of wet wipes to change one nappy." <laughs> it's like, I, I, I'm not good at the moment. My wife is going to watch this. So I'm not going to lie. She, my wife is. Oh, she's a, she's phenomenal. She's all over this child, and she is just na- you know some. I think women in general have just there's this mat- maternal magic. Yeah. And I don't know about you. I I'm the moment she arrived at the house, I've been terrified of her. I, I terrified to hold her. I was worried I was going to drop her, and you know what I mean. I just That's so brittle. Hey, I, yeah. Feels I just, like... And then as she keeps getting older, I, I, she, she scares me because she this girl in particular. You must admit, if you look at me, you'd be like jeepers. What kind of kid would he make? And then my wife's also like you know it's complicated, so uh, complex in it in her in her incredibleness is yeah. what I mean. She's <laughs> an artist. Yeah, you know? she. A, so yeah. this this child we've made is cheapest creepers. She's <laughs> busy, wild, wild, and crazy, and 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 just she's frustrated. She can't one can't rule, can't, can't talk to us, can't tell us what she wants, what she, what's hurting her. Wants to walk, wants to run. It's insane. So I'm. This is even every time I see this, it terrifies me. Um, and for my birthday. And something I haven't spoken about, but I just I think I'd like to with you because when I'm around you, I feel like I'm in this safe. Oh, I actually don't always. think we're, it's, it's weird. We don't. It doesn't feel like we're on a. No. It's quite nice. Isn't that nice? <laughs> it's awesome. And that's what the magic of this is now. Hundred percent. Because that's I think that answers the whole question about broadcasting and why radio shows are uh, when suffering. When we first met, yeah, yeah. When magic. we first met, uh, I was like, oh my goodness, that's Roger Good. Because at the time. I was a bit of a, I was, I mean, still a fan, but That's cool. <laughs> I saw you, I was like, because on Gareth's show, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Gareth's show and everything like that, and mm. I and have an absolute blast. Yeah. But then I was like, at the meeting, I was like, that's Roger Good, that's so cool. I wonder what it's like to work with him one day. And then and we lo did. and behold, we sat at that coffee shop. She's we had fun, eh? And Come on. No, we did have fun. Come on. We're not going to tell him about No, no, no. No, I... <laughs> no, we, no, we, all and I'm it's the say, stuff, this yeah. is, yeah, you do. That was all good, clean fun. <laughs> of course. But anyway. The fact of the matter is... Wild. Let me tell you about him. <laughs> Let me tell you about him. He's got this... And yes, he is. The decorum the and the... You know, stand by. The whole... You know, he's really is a gentleman. But, you know, when you and I were let loose... Now we had fun. Yeah, he's, yeah, we you did you run away from a producer the one day. Sheepers. <laughs> We've done some stuff. Anyway, but... Look, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, go. Yeah. But, so, but the fatherhood... Yes, fatherhood. and then it does change you. It did. And here's one for you. So it was my birthday yesterday. And 22nd. My, 25th. Yeah. Is this pre, is this loaded? Okay. If this is, it's 25th of October is my um, birthday. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So my wife. Uh, 35 she, on the 25th. Right? Yeah. yeah. She had uh, this, she gave me this ring. So I love rings. And she gave me this ring and she, she had it made. And it, on it, it's, she's had the words gratitude, intuition, manifestation, and abundance. And then. On the inside, she's had the the dates printed of the when I stopped drinking. Okay, and I had to I had to cut out. I mean, people don't realize there's certain people are wired differently, and this business it it looks incredibly glamorous. So there's one side of it which is the traveling and the performing. Yeah. I mean, you remember? I, I, I could, stood I, in the DJ box as a sports guy looking at this thousands of people. You had them literally. And you got you. You yeah, but what comes with the lifestyle of DJing, whether you're wired with and and I think what I I think what I've learned is I when I was younger I used to sort of dismiss mental health issues as a sort of whimsical I was like oh jeepers but how really. we grew up also it was something you didn't talk about no and that's something it's like I'll, cowboys don't cry yeah and I'll tell you something 
I, I think at the forefront of one of my, if there's anything I can do uh, while I'm here now learning what I have is if anybody ever, I, if I ever come across anybody that's, that says I'm really struggling with my mental health, I'll do, I'll stop whatever I, and do whatever I can because I've yeah. been through and I never, I never thought ever a guy like me who is so, I mean, I wake up and I'm just full of joy and love and I just want to go make people laugh and I'm colorful and what this business can do to you wear you down and the it looks very glamorous from the outside but behind the scenes anybody that does this whether you're a, whether you're an any kind of entertainer an actor a musician a, a member of a band a drummer comedian jeepers it's it's no, brutal it's, it's I mean, brutal. you can say what it's you like brutal. come on yeah yeah even i mean what you do you're if somebody's watching you and consuming your content you're entertaining them I, that's the way i see it we're all informing them behind the scenes it is a brutal, horrible business, and yeah. the people, for some reason, that are that are attracted to it, are also all very complicated. And uh, anyway, so there's through, no I went high though. There's no high. Mm -mm. Like when you switch on that mic, mm. and you are live, alive. Like that studio, and yeah. especially when you hang out with people that just make it so much fun. Mm. There's no drug. There's nothing that beats that. It's and you can surfing. you can't explain that. No. until you actually there in that studio yes. at six o'clock or whatever time it is. Boom. Yeah. But, but that's really nice. That's beautiful. That's really man. sweet. That's but that's, really but nice the, touch, yeah. But the, um, the, I think the essence is it's it's a slippery slope and you can get caught up in just, also there's a rock and roll element. I mean, sometimes you're traveling for five days. You did a show in, in Ibiza oh, for I mean, crying I've done, out loud. Okay. I've done Ibiza seven times. Yeah. Uh, I've done radio shows from uh, Inside Cafe Mumbo. I was sitting there waiting for Pete Tong on the BBC Insane. Radio 1 to finish his show so I could go in there and try and do. I mean, I've been so, <laughs> you know, we did a, we did a, listen to this. Just to give you an idea of, 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 of what you, how easily you can get sucked into the, the negative side yeah. of it. Uh, we once went on a, I, I can't, I'm not going to bore you with how I got invited onto this thing. We went on a, on a, on a private plane with Rihanna and uh, a very select group of people from all over the world, from countries. I mean, Germany, Stockholm, MTV, China were there. It was, uh, it was almost it was so surreal. You couldn't believe it. And this plane basically was a traveling. They did it once with the Rolling Stones years ago. What was the Beatles or Rolling Stones? I can't remember. They tried this once and it was very effective back in the day when you only had print. Right? So, this was interesting because now you had, you know, well, the, the, the start of social media, which was big, but then also just digital. The fact that you could write an article and then send it to the publishers and they could have it printed by the time you were landing. I'll explain. So flew from here to Washington, D.C., got on the plane, met everybody, got on this plane. It was a Boeing 747, kitted out with, I mean, I shouldn't. I'm just trying to remember. We had to sign a disclaimer. There were yeah, be careful. Yeah, there were there were. <laughs> it was kitted. It was insane. It was a. There were bars. I sat next to. I sat next to the editor of Rolling Stone magazine. That was our my chair. That's I sat insane. with this guy, and he was. I mean, was, we stay in touch now. He's the most incredible, fascinating guy I've ever met. I mean, it was so much fun. And we. This is what the, the plane did. Now, just in fact, imagine this. Plane took off in Washington D.C. Flew to Canada, landed. Everybody got off, got onto a bus, went to the concert, watched her do her show. Private, exclusive, invite only. But it's, I mean, it was big. It was like two, 3,000 people. Yeah, but yeah. They were, to get the tickets, it was on the day sold out. Watch the show, partying, wild. Get back on the bus, go back to the plane. Plane takes off, flies to Mexico. 
lands in Mexico, everybody gets off, everybody gets in buses. And also not commercial transit through normal, yeah, yeah. through private charter entrance, special passes for passports, agencies, whatever it costs. That's VVVIP. Mexico through yeah. the bus, night, <laughs> through Mexico City, wild, in, P- police escorts, <laughs> concert, watch the concert, finish the concert, get back on the bus, go back to the plane, plane takes off, flew to Europe, landed, it did the same thing, Germany took off, uh, Stockholm, Sweden, took off. Paris, took off. London, took off. Back to America, New York. Jay-Z was there. It was, and this- That's mad. No, non-stop. No, like, stop, get onto a hotel. Yeah. So you, if you wanted to crash, which everybody would have to at some point, you'd catch them sleep on the plane. So the plane was, your chair was your designated hotel room. Yeah. But can you imagine what went on on that trip? Oh, it was, man. you know, we go- we did the same thing to Ibiza once. We did to Ibiza, fresh, euphonic, black cop, everybody, the stations, all the radio stations. It was insane. Back in the day when Liebenberg and Danny K were like on the cover of Heat magazine. You remember all those days? <laughs> Invite only 200 select VIPs on this plane to Ibiza and then no, all expenses. That's I mean, nothing bad. was spared. VIP, mezzanine areas. They book out the whole of Pasha, the whole of Amnesia, no. the whole, I mean, bottle service in absolute. No, you, you spiral in, quickly. Insanity, and yeah. when you and this has been my life yeah. for twenty five years, and it's a it's an incredibly difficult thing to balance that side of it, and then there's a corporate element to it, which you know yeah. there's a business side of it. There's you're running your own business, you're maintaining a brand, you're trying to stay relevant, young, you're trying to, you know, it's it's a it's a yeah. it's a trip. But you're then you've got to try and sit and explain to somebody what you do for a living. Exactly. <laughs> but weddings. But that, <laughs> but the but the ring ring symbolizes mm. something now. It's a change in your. Yeah. In your life. And sorry, the, all of this yeah. is the baby. Because yeah. I think, um, and I won't get into my personal childhood or whatever, but I don't want, I would hate, I don't think there's anything worse than for this. I wouldn't want this little girl to see daddy stumbling around the house, coming home. And it's already difficult. You're yeah. coming home from a club now at six in the morning and you've got to try and then wake up and spend, you know what I'm trying to say? I'd like her to like in 20 years time, look back at me and go, wow, I so love my daddy. I'm so proud of him. He's such a nice Jay? No, 100%. You've got that right. Yeah, look. You've got that right. And we wouldn't have to talk yeah, about I was really like, we talk about anything except my yeah, boy, yeah. but yeah, he, worked out, he looks at you and he's like, look at my dad. You well, know, we I, have a special relationship. I admire my champion. That. And it's a difficult thing but to that's, get right. But that's happening in your life right now. I hope so. And I, I, hope so. And I, I think hope so. your, your daughter can be very proud of you because, you know, as we're wrapping up here, um, the biggest thing is you took a stand to change your life. And you've changed it because... Right now, the Roger Good I see in front of me is the most comfortable in his own skin that he's ever been. <laughs> yeah, thank you. You you know what I'm trying to that's, say? Like seriously, like that's nice. we've been through some stuff. We've we've chatted a lot about stuff that's happened, but where you are now to where you were a couple of years ago, but you're in such a good space, and I wish you all the best thank for you. everything. And you're thank doing you. such a wonderful job. Thanks. And I thanks. can't wait for the music to come out. No, it's that's that's going to be. You're going to send. Gonna, please, yeah, yeah, have it no, first. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just hope it's something you like. But uh, also, thanks for you know another thing I would sort of say is friends in this business are very hard to come by. Actual real friends that you develop. Do you know what I mean? Business is a weird thing. Working in an office, you would be forced to spend time socially with people you normally never would. Yeah. But in this business, a tiny, tiny little list of people in my life who I'm always like. If you, I mean, really, CS and I go way back. If you were ever arrested for something, I would, if you, I'd be the guy you call, I'd be there. I'd definitely be in touch. So I really, I really appreciate you. No, thanks for coming onto the show, man. Crap. <laughs> yes, there's one. <laughs> you no, to get thanks. It it's really, it's really, it's so good that we still, you know, 100%. Come on, and I'm going to get you back on the show. Cool. 
And then uh, what's next for you? What, 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 I know you're singing about the, the cell candy. Well, that's one aspect what's, of it, but also... Uh, what I was what drives you? What do you want to do? Like, okay, we've got two minutes. Two so. minutes. I am a walking... I'm a, I realized a couple of... Well, not so long ago that I am a walking uh, broadcasting machine. I can, I can do everything from programming... Oh, shoot. Uh, Programming, imaging, voiceovers, radio. I can mentor people. I can teach people bad things, good things. I could do. I could run programming. I could do music compiling. I could do client interfacing. I could go and sit with the client and tell them, "Well, this is actually how you should spend your money. This is an example of how you should." And a mobile walking radio station One stop in shop. a world where you can, in a world which is exploding with way different ways to manipulate media and entertain people and trick them into buying stuff and, mm -hmm. you know, making a brand shine or making, you know, or, or having a go at something or making light of something or, you know, using parody or satire and, you know, there's always, and, and just, if you ever want to be inspired, just go and hang around with a kid who's just entering into their teens and has a smartphone. Because that's really, if I was a market researcher on technology, that's what you should really just be focusing on. Yeah. What, the, what is the average 14-year-old doing with their phone? Because that's probably going to become <laughs> a multi-billion rand source yeah. of revenue. Anyway, there we go. Last one, last one. Okay. One moment in your career that stands out for you that made you like just feel like I'm doing the right thing. This feels right. Do you have one moment, a guest maybe you interviewed? Because you've interviewed some rock stars. We had Timberland. Yeah. We had, oh. Ciara was in. We've had, I mean, yeah, the guests, I mean, the problem with the guests is that they come in as a, it's a promotional thing. Yeah. So, you know, you know, it's like, it's, comp, it's there's a lot of mechanics behind we why. Had the sex bow. Jeepers, we had the sex bow. Uh, the sex bow. Day, yeah. <laughs> you know what I loved was watching Warris with those two heads, two strippers in the studio and they were doing the thing with the boobs. Uh, what did it? I touch had his prostate examined on the air. I thought that was what? This, this is the kind of stuff I like. Yeah, like yeah, if yeah. I was listening to radio, they don't do this anymore. No, they don't allow it because they're terrified. Yeah. Um, I uh, to be honest with you, I think it's just because there's so many fun things. Uh, you, it's that high. Yeah. This is the only way I can really describe it. when you when you are in front of a huge amount of uh, when you're at a live gig and you. Well, firstly, the responsibility that they've given you to, when you're a headliner on a big show where you're in charge of a big crowd where people have spent money, where the promoters have spent money building the show, you're under enormous pressure to deliver, to rock the place and to control the place. And when you, when you can get it right and you're surfing and you've got that wave that high, it's better than any drug. It's better than any amount of you know tequila you could you know you know what I'm yeah, saying it's I know, like this I got it's you, like, I got you know you. when we were on the radio when we were doing the shows together and you do, you just nail it and then you go into the song where we all like literally yeah, yeah, switch yeah. the mics off and go ah <laughs> like get the recording of that man anyway no well, that that's the feeling right? I think that's that's the only way yeah. to answer it and there's been lots of those anyway love you okay nice one bud I really appreciate right. your time Roger good thank, thank you, you very thank much you. for everything and your hair looks amazing thank you thank you. <laughs> A lot more going on here than just you know. I mean, his wife is a beard. It's, it's all for the aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> really, there's man love. I right. kiss him I, now. I, I would, I would, but he won't do it. It's the, the sponsor. We did it once. We did it. <laughs>